the Birdland Podcast. Welcome. Episode six. Six. I, it's been a while. It's been too long. Should we just say? Should we I just start back at episode one again? You know why it's been so long? Because there you were in Greece been, for two weeks. I was in Greece. Um, then I forgot my computer on the way home from work. <laughs> That's right. We had a uh, false false start. Yeah, that was that was like a falsy. That's that's what we like to call but, it. But but the real reason is because it's been a pretty depressing month for Baltimore sports. Yeah, other than Jeremy Macklin, uh, we're gonna I get to we're gonna get to Macklin. That we pretty much saved the, everything. The lone bright spot. But in in a in a world of dark clouds, the Orioles have totally sucked ass. The there was one week in early June or late May. I think it was early June. Was that the last time we won? We we had the Orioles had lost like six of seven games. The Ravens had lost both Dennis Pitta and Tavon Young. Mm. And I thought this has to be the worst random June week in Baltimore sports history. Can you think of anything that would be worse than that happening in the middle of June? No. I mean it was no. terrible. No, it was it was uh, I mean look, the middle well, when, of June. When was the Ray Lewis? The only thing, no, that was at the Super Bowl. No, the only thing that happens in the middle of June is is baseball. Baseball, football players getting injured and arrested. Yeah. And pretty much all of that, no arrests, luckily, but happened to us uh, yeah. in one week. It yeah. was terrible. Pretty, you, were, you were in Greece, so you were enjoying yourself. Pretty supremely awful. I was here uh, in New York. Yeah. So we got a lot to cover, though, because we're not going to spend too much time on the Orioles because it's going to just depress the hell out of me. But well, maybe we should start with the fact that there's a guy named Blyer pitching. <laughs> who, the, who the heck is Blyer? As Blier? usual, the Orioles are playing in the background while we're watching this game. They're tied right now, but it's ugly. I mean, how many good players are on the Orioles right now? Four? I four. Count, I count four. I, let's see if we count the same All four. Right. Machado. Right. Machado. Scope. Scope, for sure. Who's being robbed of an All-Star game. Castillo. Yes, Wellington, the beef. Wellington, yeah, and Mancini, who single-handedly won like one of the few games we won in the last couple weeks. Did you see that game where he had two home runs, one in extra innings? Yeah. There was two games in a row where we had to come back in the ninth inning, being down multiple runs, and those were like the only two games that we won in like two weeks. Mm. We're under five hundred now. It's really bad. Yeah, and going the, from like. What nine or ten games over five hundred? And so, the Yankees have not been good. Boston hasn't been that good. I mean, we this division was ours for the I taking. Think the Yankees lost seven in a row. This division was ours for the taking. It's been really bad. Yeah, the division was ours for the taking with a team with a different team. Now who is right. this team? So I don't know. I mean, I don't even know who this Orioles team is. So those are my four good players. Did I name all? No, four? you didn't name four. Machado, Machado, Scope, Scope, Mancini, Castillo, and Mancini. Mancini. Yeah. I'm not putting Trumbull on that list right now. He's been better. No, he's been more like Trumbull. All right, four, four and a he's half. He's been... Four, four. I'm counting ha- half. Trumbull, is half Trumbo? is good. He hasn't been hitting home runs, but he's half good. Actually, he's hit a few home runs. Half good for Trumbo. Half good for Adam Jones, who's always just solid. And I, lo- I like Adam Jones. I'm never going to get mad at him. I'm not counting any pitchers. Uh, Brad Brock. Yeah. All right, so five. Five and a half. That's, the, that's our entire team. Five and a half good players. But, yeah. Chris Davis. Chris Davis had an injury. But, sorely. But was he even that good before he went on injury? He intimidates pitchers. He's good in the lineup. He puts... He, he, he creates enough uncertainty in a pitcher's mind 
that he makes them pitch around him. What the heck is going on? Were you upset about the J.J. Hardy injury? Because I don't, re- I don't recall him doing anything good this year. No. I mean, J.J. Hardy, J.J. Hardy hasn't been able to hit for many seasons. I mean, we don't have anyone to replace him, so I guess it's our defense is slightly worse. I mean, too many injuries. This is not. This I is don't not an Orioles team. Many injuries. Right I think it's a starting. I, I would like to see after the All Star break if there could potentially be a recovery. Let's uh, possibly. Do we want to even talk about how bad our starting pitching is? I mean, Bundy was the lone bright spot, but he's been terrible. No, the starting pitching. Gosman, no, Gosman, awful. Like you said, buddy. Wade buddy. Miley had like a few good games. Gave him a lot of hope. Terrible. Chris Dillman, something's still wrong with him. He must be injured or getting too old for this. I mean, it's just the whole thing is awful. No man, there's not. Uh, you can't name a single starting pitcher. I actually heard yesterday on the broadcast they said uh, something like the Orioles have given up more than five runs. Every game in the month of June. <laughs> the only games that we win, we score ten or more runs. Yeah. I mean, it's so so bad. So anyway. So, oh, you know who the one solid pitcher has been, sadly. Who? Who Baldo Mendez. I mean, that, I like need a hug after saying. Well, that. there's one other. There's one other solid pitcher, Michael Givens. Givens hasn't even been that good. He's been fine. He hasn't been like, bad. He's solid. I mean, if we had. Um, Givens is still six and out. He hasn't blown a blown a lead. Yeah. All right. From Henry Henry B. Plant High School. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Where is that? Uh, Tampa. Oh, a lot of good baseball players come from Tampa. I think. A lot of good high schools in Tampa. <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs> All right. That's about as much about Tampa as I know. Uh. Okay. So. Can we move on? Or was, do we need to talk about Tampa? Tampa's the Baltimore of Florida. Yeah, I can see that. St. Pete's nice. You ever been to St. Pete? No. Have you spent time in Tampa? But I'm going to a wedding there. I, I've spent some time in Tampa. It's, it's a nice city. I spent uh, about two days in Tampa, and I would completely disagree. Um, the uh, origination of Outback Steakhouse was in Tampa. Interesting. <laughs> the strip club capital of the world is It is. Tampa. That's also true. Yes. It's because no one else can find work in Tampa. But I'm also uh, sort of craving going to Outback Steakhouse right now. Um. Next. All right. Let's just move on. It's just I can't. Even, I'm distracted. I can't even pay attention to this team. I watch every game still. It's really bad. I don't watch every game. I, but I didn't watch. Uh, I think it was yesterday when they lost twelve nothing, and they just started from behind and never scored a run the whole game. Total disaster. They won two out of three against the Cardinals. No, the twelve nothing loss the other day. Bad. It was. It was. That had to be like the that worst. That was game about of the, the worst that I've ever seen. That had to be the worst game of the season. All right, let's move on. What do you want next. to talk about next? Next, can we go to a slightly happier place? The National Football League. Let's go to the National Football League. Let's go there. All right. Here's what I'm excited about. The injuries were a real downer. Tavon Young, I love him. He was yeah. great for us last year. Fourth round draft pick. Great slot corner. Yep. He'll be back. Solid athlete. He'll he will be back. You know what though? Um, they're saying good things about Kennedy. Yes, Maurice. Six round pick. I I like that. I I think he's a, gonna be a good player. 
I didn't know he, he was good at the corner. I mean, that slot corner. No, they said he's a slot corner. So that would be really helpful here because they have they've said Humphrey is not really he's not built to be a slot guy. Mm. He's big and lean. You want kind of those like shorts, like quick yeah, tip, quick twitch guys there. Quick, quick twitch. Quick, yeah. quick, quick twitch. Quick twitch. It's hard quick to say. Twitch. Quick twitch. Yeah. Is that fast twitch maybe? Maybe that's easier. Yeah, I think it's fast twitch. Fast twitch. The quick, quick twitch is really hard to say. He's just quick, a quick person. Yeah. Right. So, Canaday, I honestly think the person who's probably going to start there, you're not going to be happy about this. Who? Ladarius Webb. No, he won't. He can't, he I knew you wouldn't be happy no, about I, it. No, it's not that I'm unhappy with it. He can't play corner anymore. I don't think that he has the athleticism. I think he's... He, he can he can't really run backwards. A safety kind of runs like sideways, but they don't run backwards. Do you know anything about Boykin, who we signed uh, pretty quickly after Tavon Young got injured? Uh, no, I, I think he played for the Eagles at some point. He he did. He um, was actually really good for like a couple years. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. He was on uh, the Steelers at one point. He I think had some injuries, but he has had good years in this league. Yeah, I, he's got he's got a name that you would remember. Yes, so, Brandon Boyd. I'm excited. About I remember him. watching him play. Five ten, one eighty five. That's like the size you want for a slot guy. He might be in the mix. I don't see Canada being the starter there, but I like that they're like kind of pumping him up a little bit. Yeah, I like him. All right, so that was depressing. The Boykin signing didn't really make me feel any better, <laughs> but. But, but that was just a depth signing. I, I don't think that that Three was... days or four days after that, Macklin chose us. He chose us over Buffalo. He chose us over the Eagles, who surprisingly wanted him after also signing two cornerback, uh, two uh, receivers in free agency. I was, I'm pretty psyched about him. Yeah. Do you remember him back from his Eagle days? Um, Macklin, yeah, of course. He was great. Macklin's a great... I mean, look... Macklin is a Macklin is is a, is a professional. He, Macklin knows how to run a route. Yeah. Macklin knows how to teach players how to play, uh, and he fights for the ball. Mm-hmm. He's he can he's go got, over the middle. Fire too. He can go over the middle. He's not he's the not, fastest he's not guy, Smith. but he's bigger than Steve Smith. He's is he le- bigger? Yeah, he's taller than Steve Smith. Yeah. He's leaner. He's six foot. I mean, how tall do you think Steve Smith was? Like five ten? I think Steve Steve Smith may have been listed as six foot, mm. but I doubt Steve Smith was six foot. Over under Steve Smith listing Let's at five eleven. Steve Smith five nine. <laughs> and you know what that means? They're listing him at five nine. He's probably like seven five seven. Still owes you that hat though. Owes me the hat, Steve. If you're listening, please. I'll it's take time. A hat. We're. We're big fans. Hook a we, we brother the, up. We need the hat. We thought you were taller. That's got to be enough. Um, I would give me a hat for that. But he's not He's not super speedy. He's not going to challenge Wallace or even Perryman for speed. Yeah. He's going to be our guy. He's going to go across the middle, run some slants, get open, run some you know comebacks, hitches. I'm really excited. Good player. I... I think he's going to be so okay. So let's go over the wide receiver position. Okay. Right, because it's not going to be like the slot corner situation. All right. You've got Macklin. Yes. Perryman. Yes. 
and Mike Wallace starting. I agree. So do you think Macklin plays a slot? Or do you think Macklin plays wide? I think Macklin plays a slot. Or do you put a guy like Perryman in the slot? No. I, I think you As don't like almost a you don't end. you don't make things complicated for Perryman. Yeah. He's just starting to get a feel and by the way, coaches are raving well, about Wallace this in the kid. slot. I would rather put Wallace in the slot. Because then he can run a slant. I'd rather put Wallace in the slot and have him do some tricky things. So you, if you put Macklin on one side, because Wall, I think Wallace and Perryman are too similar to be on the outsides together. So you have yeah. Wallace on one outside, Macklin on the other outside, and then you have, uh, um, sorry, I mean, Macklin on one side, on one outside, Perryman on one outside, then you have Wallace in the slot yep. with um, Ben yeah. Wallace. Ben playing Watson. tight end. Yes. Ben Watson playing tight end. Man, I was going to ask you. Who do you cover? Because Ben Watson can still play. And I have another question for you. Do you believe that Ben Watson starting over Pitta is a blessing in disguise? Well, I was going to I was gonna talk about Pitta next. Yeah? The answer is, unfortunately, yes. I, I am a big Pitta fan. I respect the fact that him and Flacco are good buddies. I love Pitta in our Super Bowl year. Yep. Remember he caught that pass in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. He was great that year. I've read some things about him making the Ravens... What do they call it? The, not the Ravens Hall of Fame. The Ravens... Uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Do you think he's a he Ring will. of Honor guy? Yeah. Really? No, I think he's going to make the Ring of Honor. Yeah, because he's he's been a consistent performer when he plays. But how many years did he... Was he good? Three years? Was he, um, did he play three good years for us? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not clear that he actually would get the Ring of Honor. I mean, I, was, I wasn't surprised that Heap made it, but Heap played twice as long as Pitta. Heap? Yeah. I, I, tight ends really don't have a long shelf life. I mean, guys like Ben Watson are a huge anomaly. I think he's like 36 years old. He's been playing forever. But Watson has never been a... He's right, never been like a guy like throw his body around. I'm going to give you Pitta's stats. We're going to talk about his uh, ring of honor potential. Let's see. 2010, he played 11 games. He caught one ball. So that's okay. Right. So 2010 that was, was uh, that, that was Washington probably the year. overlap with Pitta year, with uh, Heap year. Yeah. 2011, he played 60 games. He caught 60 games. 16, 16. games. <laughs> 16 yeah. games. He caught 40 balls. 405 yards, three TDs. Four, okay. 305 yards, three TDs? Yeah, four, that's not 405, much. yeah. Okay. 10 yards per catch. 2012, he played 16 games. He caught 61 balls. He went for 669 yards and seven TDs. Pedestrian. That was the Super Bowl year. That's okay. Not great. 2013, he played four games. Four getting tragically injured. He caught 20 balls for 169 yards. 2014, he played three games. 2015, didn't play at all. Zero. 2016, last year, he played 16 games. His most receptions, 86 receptions. His most yards, 729 yards. It's and a never two a thousand yard season. He's got 13 touchdowns in his total career. I don't think that's a Ring of Honor kind of performance. I mean, it doesn't seem that way, right? It's a, it's a, it's like a, a medal of recognition. 
Maybe they'll give him the Medal of Recognition. Is that a real <laughs> Is thing? That a thing? Uh, they can make one. How many? Um, or instead of what's what's the opposite of a ring? Like they can give him like the box of greatness. Yeah, uh, the box of greatness. Well, I think they could honor him. Uh, he can come and speak at some games. So yeah, he, but there's only so. So much he really only played three full Ravens. seasons for the Ravens. Yeah, I'm looking at Heap now. Definitely a fan favorite. Heap you played gotta, gotta one, him. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons for us. And all, almost all of those seasons, he had more yards than Pitta. He had 800 yards, 690, then only 303 with six games, then 855, 765, then again only six games. Yeah. And then he kind of trailed off toward the end of his career. Although I think that was a lot of... Um, we, I mean, that was when we were in quarterback flux before, uh, before Flacco showed up. I think he had one overlapping year with Flacco. Yeah. So... Pretty rough, rough, very rough. rough. I, I just, how many Ring of Honor uh, people can you name? You think all of them right now? All right, I'll, I'll name. Tell me if I've got if I'm. Close. All right, hold on. I'm gonna look up how many Ring of Honor uh, people I there are. I think we've are. got like seven or eight. All right, I'm gonna name number one. That's on. I'm gonna tell you. Good. I'm gonna tell you how many people there are. Yeah. And you tell me over or under whether you can name them all. And I'm not going with old Colts here. Okay. Because there's some old Colts up there. It's okay. Go with the old Colts, too. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are ten Ring of Honor players. That are Ravens. That are Ravens. Okay. Over, under? Over, under. Can you name eight? But what's the... Okay, you're going to give me... I'm going to give you the over. I'm going to give myself the over. Take the over. Okay, here we go. All right. Number one. Yes. Ernest Biner. Yeah, that's the the one that everyone (laughs) knows and is annoyed by. Number two, Mike McCrary. Yes. Okay. Number three, Ray Lewis. Correct. Okay. Number four, Peter Bulware. Correct. Okay. Number five. Hold on. Is Jonathan Ogden. Correct. Number six. Hold on. Got it. Now I'm racking my brain. No, there's a couple easy ones left. Okay. Number six, Jermaine Lewis. No. No. I like Jermaine Lewis. He so he made like a speech last year. I think they brought a bunch of Ravens back. I could see Pitta doing something. Okay, so that's one strike. Yeah. Okay. There's still a couple obvious ones that you haven't mentioned, including one I just I we were talking about just thirty seconds ago. You're just talking about thirty seconds ago. Todd Heap, yeah. number six. Todd Heap. Okay. Um, number seven, Vinny Testaverde. No. No. Good try. <laughs> strike two. Number seven. Uh, okay. Was thinking offensive players. Well, there's one Hall of Famer that you've missed. Who's obvious? Probably the second best player in history. Oh my God! What am I missing here? Ogden. No, third best player. Ray Lewis. Hall of Famer. I'm having a serious brain fart. Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Come on. I forgot about Ed Reed. You go to McCrary. Yeah, I just I'm thinking right. about the ones uh, no, that I look to. at straight right. from my seat. So then the next two you should be able to guess also, the last. Give two. me a position. Uh, they're both uh, they both uh, scored points. All right, so they're both offensive players. Sort of, yes. One is. Okay, they both scored points. Not Chris McAllister. He's not in the ring of honor. No, although I would rather have him than uh, Pitta. I like I love McAllister. Um. People, I think, underrate how good McAllister was. He was shut down 
Oh, Jamal Lewis. Yes, Jamal Lewis. Okay. Jamal Lewis. And last is going to be a defensive player that scores points. Mm, That's not correct. No? Okay, it's going to be a... Oh, Matt Stover. There it is. So... That's a pretty good ring of honor. I mean, everyone hates the Ernest Biner thing, although I don't really mind it because it's fun. Ernest Biner was like, just got us started. I, but I, I don't think you need to give it to Dennis Pitta. I've always been with, a little bit on the fence about company. McCrary, to be honest. I mean, he had like two good seasons for us. No, maybe three. but McCrary was a, was he was a, a big part of the Super Bowl team. He was a leader. Um, but the rest are great. I mean, that's a good. I would rather go McAllister than Pitta. Um, there's plenty of other players I would put in there over Pitta, unfortunately. I like Pitta. Well, I mean, there, we're going to have some players who leave us and then become Ring of Honor. Obviously, Suggs will be in there Yeah. immediately. Who are, who are the current Ravens who will be Ring of Honor? Joe Flacco. Flacco. Suggs. Suggs. Uh, I think that's it. No. Yonda. Yonda. Nice. Yonda will be Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, um, for sure. And Sam Cook. No. Yes, he will. Sam Cook's not making the Ring of Honor. I'm, I think he will. I don't. I That's don't uh, okay. Then, then Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker will Justin be Ring of Tucker Honor. Justin Tucker will make the yes, Ring of Honor. Yes, sir. Good call on Justin Tucker. Yeah. Um, anyone else you can think of? Any any kind of long shots for future Ring of Honor? Uh, Mishka. <laughs> How about Mishka is a dancing cat. How about? Boy, I'm looking at the roster. I'm not seeing a lot of Ring of Honor potential. Um, no, I mean, I mean the next the, the the next like round of Ravens is now just coming up. The next the new blood, so the new blood's really got to perform to get on I mean, the. It's got to be like guys. almost this draft class that will yeah. do it. Like I, like Marlon Humphrey. Like Marlon Humphrey potential Ring of Honor. He would be the like first the best corner. Kenneth Dixon potential Ring of Honor. Well, maybe? Jimmy Smith is not out of the question. Because he could have a Jimmy great Smith, yeah, career. okay, all right. I, I respect that answer. But it's tough because it's you only Mosley, have so much room. Mosley, we already have ten guys in the Ring of Honor, and there's only probably room in a lifetime for maybe 35 players around the edges of the stadium. You think Mosley right? will become a Ring of Honor? Uh, Mosley's got a shot. But I don't think Mosley is enough of a vocal leader. You know who... I mean, Terrell Suggs is a shooman. Do you think Bolden should be Ring of Honor? Not here long enough. No. Not really an Arizona guy. So, here's a guy who I, I would personally put in there because I just love the way he played for us. And he played for us for longer than people remember. Hmm. Derek Mason. Derek Mason would be a good one. But I don't think Derek Mason makes it. He never he never, doesn't really seem to want to associate himself with the Ravens That's anymore. That's the problem. You have to... I think it's more than just your playing days. I think it's everything off the field that gets you into the ring of The first person who kind of met Macklin when he came to the Ravens facility? No. Steve Smith. Yes. That's nice. Steve Smith is... He's involved. I think he's going to be much more involved than the Panthers. Uh, He's still a Panther, but that's great that he has such warm feelings for the couple years that he was in Baltimore. And is helping recruit. And I think that's really helpful. Did you think Macklin was going to come to Baltimore? He had, he, we knew he, we were interested. He was in Buffalo. 
Buffalo was interested. We were interested. He left us, went to think about it for the weekend. How? What were your thoughts there? Or were you in Greece well, and no, not following I, I, I actually didn't think we were going to get him at all. I didn't think we were going to get him. I didn't think there was any chance we were even going to get Decker. And obviously we didn't get Decker. Um, I'm surprised we had enough money to get to even think about anything. Well, it wasn't. It was again a blessing in disguise, created by Pitta, because Pitta created a ton of cap room. Yeah, it was that. It was Pitta's cap room that allowed us to sign Macklin. Well, well done. Um, Thank you, Pitta. Ozzy, because that was surprising that we could even make that work. Most people thought we were never going to get a contract to fit under our cap space. No. So I'm going to give you some props here because I went back and looked at what was our podcast two or maybe three. Yeah. And you threw out a name in the receivers when we were talking about receivers. I wanted Bolden. You said, I think we should go out and get Decker. Yes. And I said, they're never going to trade Decker. Not only did, but of course I was right. They didn't trade him. They just flat out released him. Yeah. If they were going to trade him. We probably would have gotten them. You would have called that over a month and a half ago. I'm a genius. All right. Should we just end I, the podcast there? I think we should all just... Should we just stop talking now? Can we, we just play a song let you have for this my coronation? Well, I, my hair is a little crazy right now, so maybe that's <laughs> so something you're, to do. You're having your Einstein hair going. <laughs> now, do you... Did you think after we signed Macklin... Well, first of all, would you rather have Macklin or Decker? <clears throat> I'd say in his prime... I would rather have Decker. Yep. But he was released for a reason, and that gives me that gives me a little bit of pause. Older injuries. Older injuries, white, all those things that plague a receiver. If it was one year, if it was just this year, I'd take Decker. No, I, I, I would say he's for the, the receiver right field, that we need. How much did he sign for in Tennessee? Isn't Decker just a speedier pitta? No, Decker's not that big. No, he's pretty big. I don't think he's... Over, under, Decker, height, 6'3". No, it's Brooklyn Decker. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Decker is 6'3". 6'3"? Jeez. 30 years old. He's not even that old. He's just injured a lot. All right. So people also search for, when they search for Eric Decker, Yeah. people also search for on Google, number one, Jeremy Macklin. Nice. Number two, Rob Gronkowski. Sure. Number three, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, No, but I would say, look... In his prime, but uh, Pitta, Pitta's like 6'7". I don't think Pitta is... Uh, Dennis Pitta, 6'4". Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's only an inch taller than Dennis. I'm telling you, he is a faster Pitta, a better receiver. Obviously, he yeah. can't block. But he was really good for those Jets teams for all. He's really good. I mean, it wasn't just Peyton he Manning. He's a good player. And he would have fit really well into our offense. How much did he sign for? Like nothing. Peanuts. One year kind of proven contract. Tennessee. With all of that said, I'd rather not have him with Macklin. I'd rather have Macklin for the long term. I have a question. Would you rather have Eric Decker or would you rather have a quality center? Because that's probably what's going to end up happening. Well, I'd rather have... Offensive lineman. I'd actually rather yeah. have a right tackle. I think I think there's going to be at least one more offensive lineman signing, if not two. And, and hold on. We have one other thing. Who's on the chopping block? Is anybody on the chopping block? Yeah. Ooh. We got some players that we can release. 
because we're going to have to make a little bit more cap room. So, if anything, what if we go to a salary list? If anything, who, who would you put out there? Oh. Uh, Buck Allen. Is he free of any space? Crockett Gilmore? <coughs> I mean, the guys, so top, top 10 cap numbers on the team. And let's see if any of these guys are going to go. Joe Flacco, not going. Jimmy Smith, no. not going. Marshall Yonda, though. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Jimmy Smith release could change. Save uh, but no. We just Jimmy Smith, not going. Taylor, no. Marshall Yonda, no. not going. Mike Wallace, not going. Terrell Suggs, not going. Brandon Williams, not going. Eric Weddle, not going. Tony Jefferson, Ronnie Stanley, Justin Tucker. So now you're down to players that you could potentially release. Ryan Mallett yeah. would make you $2 million. Yeah, Tim Kaepernick. Nobody else really gets you enough money. That's the problem. That's why I'm really worried about the offensive line. I don't think there's not many other release candidates. This right, this right tackle situation. Honestly, I think you release Ryan Mallett. Well, for who are we gonna get? Somebody else. Well, that's a good point. Well said. I think you pick someone up off the trash heap and drop Ryan Mallett. It's not like he's gonna start. If he starts, he's starting because Flacco's going down, and frankly, it's not. I don't think that he's going to end up winning a Super Bowl. So somebody else, get a journeyman, and you're just as well off as Ryan Mallon. That's fair. Do you want to talk about minicamp? So they completed this minicamp last week. By all accounts, they, they everyone looked great on the team. I mean, yeah, from everything I, I hear. I've heard this song and dance. They all have. They all looked good. Perriman yeah. knocked everyone's socks off. He's a complete player now. You know what's become offense, completely useless? Gets the offense, having fun. The Baltimore Sun. Yeah, they're not a good fit. Oh, good my. I, I can't, you can't even read it. You can't even get news from it. it is Mike Preston has absolutely no skill whatsoever anymore. I mean, he does, actually, it doesn't sound like he cares. It's hard to care in June. Um, but, yeah, apparently everyone played well. That's, that's Perriman looked good. I'm just going to name some people that look good. You tell me if it means anything to you. Keenan Reynolds look good? Yeah. No, that could not be that nice. mean anything to you. No, it means a lot to me. Chris Moore. It means the world to me. Another receiver. Chris Moore looked good. He would be a nice player if he ended up, you know, he'd be like Wallace's replacement in a year or two. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. Um, no tight ends really stood out. I think Darren Waller had some good plays. But I think we're... I think we're a little worried about tight end. Max Williams isn't coming back yeah, for I a heard, long time. Yeah, I heard we're worried about tight end. Uh, I, I honestly, though, if Ben Watson can play, and Max Williams, what is wrong with this guy? I, I think he's a bust. He's he. You know what? I combination thought this of from inju- the injuries and no desire to be a star. But like when you when you look at Max Williams, look at his physique versus a top tight end. Yep. He looks mushy. Yes. He's, he's looked mushy since college. He doesn't I, look he, like... He, he doesn't have these like cut-up muscles. Like Hit the weight room, Max. Look at Ben Watson. Ben Watson looks like a freaking beast. That guy is, like, cut. You know? Like he's, oh, yeah. He's got massive biceps. Like, that is, that's what you think of when you think of a tight end. Or, like, you know... Look at uh, look at like OJ. Uh, what's his name? Howard. OJ Howard. Holy yeah. man, that guy is that guy is cut up. Um, 
But our tight ends, I think part of the reason they're not getting they're getting injured is they're playing a position that takes a huge beating. And not all of them are really in incredible shape. Are you feeling better or worse about this season than you did last before the draft? I feel much better than before oh, the draft. Good. Honestly, I think that the moves that we made to shore up the defense uh, put us in a position to win with defense. And then signing Jeremy Macklin was a was an amazing move because now you've got an offense that can actually score points mm-hmm. on top of a defense that's going to be a that's going to be a player. Let's move on to. You know, has to say about the Ravens. Negative. Let's move on to probably our most popular talk. It. Oh wait, topic. I have one. I have one other thing. Michael Campanero cut. Ah uh, yeah, I mean enough. That gets you some money. Eventually, not much. Seventy-fifty k. Eventually, you just you're never gonna last the season. So why fill up the roster spot? He didn't even play minicamp. So I think Campanero's on the outs. So that's a good transition because, as I recall, you don't think Campanero would be a good bachelorette contestant. Right. I put Campanero like... So that's not going to be breaks. a good fallback career for him. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike actually went to my high school. What, um... So how caught up are you on this season of Bachelorette? It's been incredible. I'm okay. I'm like, you know, like on a scale of 1 I've, to 10, I'm like a 4. I've heard a lot of positive comments about your Waboom what do they say? They said Jordan does a good waboom. Do they say I'm the best waboom they've ever heard? No, the actual waboom is better, but you are the best non-waboom waboom. So you're, I'm not you are better str- than the actual. You are incredibly good. Were you sad to see him leave the show? Uh, I'm not surprised. Did you see the exit interview? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Um, I was sad to see him go because now we don't have any more clips that we can play on the show. We've already played all of them. Yeah. I'm not. So, I, I don't want to talk about anybody that's left because there are some good contestants left, but it's also gotten really weird and aggressive. And have you followed this Demarius situation, Demario? Is it Demario or Demario? I was gonna say Demarius. I think it's Mario, with a duh, Demario. Yes, Demario. Yeah, Demario. Like uh, I have followed it. Apparently, he's innocent, according to the show. Innocent of what? Not, uh, I'm not, I don't not want to go there. The things we can't talk you, about. I, you don't want to get a parental advisory sticker, do you? I don't think we should get a parental advisory sticker. Do you remember parental advisory stickers, by the way? No, what, what was that? Parental advisory stickers were the black and white stickers on CDs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I still have that, right? I used to take them off my CDs so my parents wouldn't know that I bought parental advisory stickers. <laughs> well, they probably still have them. No, I don't think they do. Do they? Um, I don't know. Where's the nearest uh, Empire Records or uh... Empire Records? Man, that's that. Is, first of all, you're talking about Tower Records. <laughs> Tower Records went out of business so long ago. It's like what are the big record stores now? None. Virgin? No, no, out of business. Sam Sam Goody? Gone. Out of business. Musicland. Out of business. iTunes put all record stores out of business. There's no such thing as a record store anymore. It's just iTunes. Sam Goody. But, but th- there's still there's still record stores uh, like independent record stores. You can go to like uh, 
what's it called? Other world music or you know, places like that in the East Village. Yeah, Sam Goody, according to their Wikipedia, ceased operations in 2006. So Do you know who Sam Goody? Not even is? close. Do you know who? Do you know who? Um, was a loyal employee and went to Sam Goody after school and I put, don't know. Put away the CDs. I'm gonna say your brother. Not my brother. <laughs> but he might still be working. No, there one it wasn't day. my brother. But do you know who reported to a woman named Cheryl? Was it you? It was me. Oh. <laughs> really? I worked at Sam Goody and I. Really? Yeah. The one in the mall. Because I really, you know how cool it was to work at a record store. Was it in a mall? It was in Columbia Mall. Hmm. You know how cool it was to work at a record store? Yeah, because that that movie had just come out about the Empire Records. Work, Empire Records. <clears throat> what year did that come out? I'm gonna say '94. All right, so I worked there '95. I worked at Sam Goody. Let's see, I went to college in the year '96, right? No. No. Yeah. Yes. You did not go no, to 2000, college. 2000. 2000. Okay, so I worked at Sam Goody in, in uh, 97. Two years after Empire Records. I thought I was so cool. You were probably pretty cool. I was really cool. I had spiky hair. Um, should we talk about the movie Empire Records for a while? That movie was great. Do you remember the scene where they play on the, the, the roof of the record store? And do you remember when he goes into the safe and gambles away all of his boss's money? <laughs> um, what's going on with Ethan Embry these days? I don't hear a lot about him. I think nothing. Uh, you don't hear a lot about him. I, I haven't heard, heard his name since Empire Records. No, he's been in other things. Oh, he's in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is good. Um... He's in a movie called Idiot Sitter. So I guess that's like an idiot who's a babysitter. And um, he was, uh, it it says Girls Gone Wild, 2017. No. Oh, Ethan. I'm so confused. Is that a Girls Gone Wild video? I don't understand. He's not, I I would not want to watch him in Girls Go Wild. He hasn't really had a lot of good roles. He's been in a lot of things, so good for him for working. I'm Um, I'm counting like 30 things. He was in... I've never heard of any of them. He was on an episode of CSI. He was on an episode of The Walking Dead. He... He was in several episodes of Grace and Frankie. I'm not familiar with Grace and Frankie. Oh, actually, you know what? He's a main character on Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie is, is he a, Grace or is he Frankie? Well, I think it won. I think Grace and Frankie won Emmys, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was in uh, a show called The Witches of Oz. Not familiar with that. He was on an episode of House. That's yeah, he's working. Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Meh. Not the best Law and Order. Meh. Um, no, he's a regular on, on Grace and Frankie. Is that show still on the air? Grace and Frankie Emmy nominations. Awards. Nominated Primetime Emmy. Best performance by an actress. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy. Wow. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Wow. Um, I've never heard of the show. So it, it, was, it has not won... 
any uh, major Not awards. won any of the awards. Only nominated. But so Best Performance by an Actress for Lily Tomlin. Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for Lily Tomlin. Outstanding Costumes for a Contemporary Series for Lauren Morelli. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce the plot. I'm going to read you the plot of this show. Just, I know, because just... my wife watches it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Announce it, though, because it's actually pretty crazy what the plot is. The series follows Grace, a retired cosmetics mogul, and Frankie... Ooh, the word mogul being used again. And Frankie, a hippie art teacher whose husbands, Robert and Saul, are successful divorce lawyers in San Diego. Gracie and Frank's, Frankie's lives are turned upside down when Robert and Saul announce they are in yeah. love with each other and are leaving their wives. Yeah. Now the women who have never particularly liked each other are forced to live together and learn to unite and cope with difficulties? Yeah. That's the show? Yeah. Is, Carly is watches that pretty, show? No, it's a comedy. It's like, it's like this couple, like the two best friends end up marrying each other. <laughs> and they leave the wives. Do you want to... And they're like in their 70s. You know how we're going to take this full circle? You yeah. know who's on this show? Who? Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker! 5'7". And with that... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have two more things to talk about. What's that? Unless you want to talk about Gracie Frank anymore. No, I don't want to talk about it. We should have brought Carly after this. Um, opportunity. Have you heard the new Killer song? Yes. It's good. Really good. Now we I'm have glad to, that they're back in our lives, the Killers. They had some good songs. It's really good. It's called The Man. Yes. It sounds very different than their other music I, I found. It might just be yeah. this one off and the rest of their music sounds no, the same. No, I don't think it sounds very different. It's got a real 80s feel, though. Yeah, it's, a, it's an old school type song. Um, it's called The Man, and I play it for my son, and I have him dance. My son's one years old. And so he dances to The Man, and I say, this is The Man. The end. He's going to turn out well. He's the man. Do you... Um, well, it would be better if the song's called The Baby. It, he's the man, baby. Actually, for his first birthday... <laughs> it would be better if the song's called The Man, he Baby. He said that he's now an adult baby. So he can take care of himself. Lastly. Yes. Are you following the NBA at all? Because it is insane right no, now. No, tell me about it. Did you watch the finals? Yes. Finals were... were the I liked the final, watching them, but yes. none of the games were any good. No, but the last game... Did you see the last, the second half of the last game? Sure. Game six? Yeah. Four. That five. was an incredible yeah. display of athleticism. They're they're all incredible displays of athleticism because they're an all-star team. It's like watching the all-star game. They were, but man, they were falling backwards, throwing balls up. I mean, I think uh, there were at least two or three three-pointers with guys falling completely on their ass. And they were still hitting the shots. So here's a few things that have happened just in the last few days of the NBA. The Cavs, who made the finals, fired their general manager, which is ridiculous. The Celtics traded the number one pick to, to the 76ers, who are going to have like an all-star team of up-and-coming rookies who no one knows if any of them are good or are going to stay healthy. Dwight Howard just got traded a year after he signed in Atlanta for like nothing. Where did he get traded to? Uh, Charlotte. Interesting. The Hornets. The Lakers just traded away... So Michael um, Jordan picked them up. Was he on yeah, the Hornets? Yeah. The Lakers traded away kind of one of their young guys to clear up some cap space uh, and get some more draft. Uh, the whole it's, it's crazy. It's really interesting. Yeah. The Wizards have done nothing. And it's really going to hurt them. Not yet. 
But uh, apparently they have a high draft pick, don't they? No, they were really good last year. And they don't, there's no, no way the they're going to get any better. Like the problem is there's no way they're going to get any better. The NBA is, doesn't work like that. The NBA, uh, you can be really good and get the number one pick. It's all lottery. No, that's not how the NBA works. I don't know. There is a lottery. It's called the lottery. But it's not an actual lottery. Like, I can't win the number pick. You have to be you in... Get, you, get a, you, get a, you get more lottery entries. Not if you make the playoffs. Oh. you got to be in the lottery. So you just get screwed. Well, yeah. you're not screwed. You made the playoffs, but oh. you're in no man's... The Wizards are in what they call no man's land. That's no man's land. Yeah, it's not a land for man. It's not a land for man. And with that, anything else you want to talk about? You want to do another Waboom? I miss it. Okay. Can One you, Can you do it? Yes. You sure you got it in you? Yeah, I got it in me. You're a little Ready? tired. A little tired. Ready? One, two, three, <laughs> Hope I didn't wake up your daughter. Birdland out. Birdland out.